This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. A new report released this morning by the Ontario Association of Food Banks indicates that senior Zoomers continue to be the fastest growing group of food bank users. And the particular driving factor for that is the housing crunch. Uh, that they, They've crunched the numbers. And according to the Daily Bread Food Bank's manager of research, after paying the rent, a lot of people are left with an average of $3 a day for everything else. And just to put that into context, uh, if you want to have a, a latte or something at Starbucks or another place, it's going to cost you more than $3 for that. You can get nothing for $3. Uh, so uh, this is uh, really actually not a surprise. This year, when CARP unveiled its new priorities for the year, affordable housing was one of them. Uh, so um you know, this is just as the holiday season. We have a food drive here at work, but but this this news is really quite disheartening. I must say, I want to take your call, see what you think about it. The numbers four one six three six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. And right now we have Car- Carolyn Stewart, who is the executive director of the Ontario Association of Food Banks. Hey, Carolyn. Hi, good afternoon. Well, did anything surprise you about this? Um, unfortunately, these numbers for us are not really surprising. That being said, they're always staggering. You know, half a million people um, requiring food bank services every year is a huge number of people and, you know, one-third of them children. And for us, the largest actual group of users are single-person households, which does include seniors. And uh, what can you tell me about an increase in need among seniors? Um, it, it really goes back to income, which is part of the huge driver, which brings people to food banks in the first place. Um, you know, seniors are on a fixed income, um, and they have a budget that they follow every single month, but just like everyone else. But when it comes to cost of living increases, when you're on a fixed income, you can't account for those huge changes in costs. So with housing prices just skyrocketing in terms of purchasing, it's really driving up rental prices as well and making housing on all fronts very unaffordable. But particularly for those on a fixed income, like seniors, but also, um, you know, for uh, those receiving social assistance benefits, as well as low-wage workers, or even those living with a disability. And uh, um, do you see any of the uh, announcements that have been made lately? I mean, the the federal government announced a housing strategy just last week. I mean, un- unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to elect them in 2019 to see most of that. Um, we just saw a PC platform. Uh, do you see anything on the horizon from government that may alleviate this? 
Yeah, for us, the um, national housing strategy was definitely a step in the wrong to right, right, right direction. Sorry, okay, not wrong right direction. direction. Right direction. Because yes. um, we think it could really help move the needle on poverty, um, particularly their their investments into social housing as well as a housing benefit, which is something um, we've long advocated for here at the Ontario Association of Food Banks. Um, but that being said, it also has to be complemented with work at the provincial level. So, um, in particular, for us, action on improved income assistance programs. Uh, so recently there was a report released called the Income Security, a Roadmap for Change, which outlined um, recommendations, um, including a large increase to social assistance rates since um, they've remained relatively stagnant since the early 90s, um, and also transforming the system to ensure that it's less punitive for its recipients. So um, we think these two things coupled together um, could really um, help to bring change for a lot of individuals who are struggling um, to afford proper housing and all those basic necessities that When you say making it less punitive, uh, do you mean that, you know, there are often situations where it's not worth it for people to go off welfare if they're in some kind of part-time or marginal work? Exactly. So um, with uh, social assistance, there are limitations in the amount of income that you are able um, to to raise for yourself outside of your social assistance benefits without it being clawed back. Um, so there's opportunities for, for you. It doesn't allow for the opportunities for you to grow your employment or have those opportunities without jeopardizing, let's say, the, the income you do have um, to be able to keep a roof over your head. And uh, I think that a lot of people would be surprised about who might need a food bank because, you know, hunger isn't something that you can necessarily see. Am I right? That's correct. Um, and unfortunately for us, uh, hunger does not discriminate. It's not easy to tell if someone is, is struggling or dealing with food insecurity. It could be, you know, the person sitting beside you on the bus this morning, or um, you can't tell if a child in the classroom um, didn't have breakfast that day or your colleague um, isn't eating lunch. Um, it's really a hard thing to discriminate, and it doesn't discriminate. Um, we see people from all walks of life, you know. Um, in our report of documents, it, it hits every single age group um, that exists. Um, you know, single-parent families, dual parent families, um, urban and rural, um, really it doesn't discriminate. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Donna here in Toronto. Hello, Donna. Yeah, hi Libby, how are you? Fine, you're on the Um, air? Yeah, you know, when we talk about uh, food banks, we're really talking about poverty, okay? Poverty has been existent for many thousands of years, okay? But when they talk about change, if you don't change the fundamentals of how you're running society, you're always forever, eternally will have poverty, okay? So what you have to do first is you have to define need, okay? And then you have to decide at what point a need becomes a luxury, okay? Capitalism is luxury. Need is government's responsibility. Now, the thing is, okay, is Donna. we going to respect our needs? Okay, are we Donna. going to respect our, new, our human nature once and for all? Are we really going to change society, or are we going to play these eternal stupid games forever? Okay, Donna, thank you for that. Uh, I don't think that we are about to overthrow the capitalist system, but uh, we certainly can try to fix it. And uh, Carolyn, uh, what else would you like to see government do? Well, I think really the focuses are on things like affordable housing and social assistance reform. You know, over 
Um, 70% of those we service are on fund some form of social assistance, whether that's Ontario Works or the Ontario Disability Support Program, and 90% of those we serve are either social housing or rental tenant. So it's an obvious indicator that those two things are driving people to use food banks because it's just insufficient income to be able to cover our basic necessities. So while it's not going to solve every problem, um, it will definitely assist many people who are struggling to make ends meet. Okay, and and uh, this morning I, I Instagram our new and growing bin upstairs for our holiday food bank drive. I'm sure that a lot of other people in a lot of other workplaces or wherever are, are collecting food uh, for a holiday drive. I mean, you know, it, it is one thing that, you know, generally you think about it during the holidays, maybe not the rest of the year. Uh, so Instagram and send me your holiday food drive pictures but before we go Carolyn what do you need what what should people be collecting well, we, what we always say are the four key things to focus on are educate, advocate, volunteer, and donate. Learn about hunger in your community and what you can do to make change. Download a copy of this year's hunger report at www.oafb.ca. Um, speak to your local counselor, your mayor, your MPP, or your MP about um, what issues exist and, and how you can collectively make change together. And when in doubt, um, donate either the food that you would want to see in your fridge or your cupboards. That's exactly what someone visiting a food bank would also want to see. And Mm. for every $1 donated to our organization, we're able to provide three meals to someone in need. Well, so you're saying cash is really good. Cash is great. Um, whatever you know you would like to donate is great. Um, cash allows the flexibility um, for a food bank to determine, uh, kind of fill those gaps and ensure that they have the resources to cover everything. Uh, but, you know, I, I remember a time uh, that, you know, the, the food bank would say, okay, look, um, we want cans of protein, we want this, we want that. Is there, is there anything specific that's a good thing that you um, would suggest for people when they're at the grocery store? You know, I would just say always remember that food banks can also accept perishable as well as non-perishable. So things they distribute things like eggs, uh, fresh milk, uh, produce, meat, uh, alongside all those staples in your pantry. So um, usually food banks have a list on their website. If so if you want to cater to the unique needs of your community, do it that way. Alternately, as I said, just donate what you would like to see in your cupboard because they're just like you and me. Okay. Thank you so much, Carolyn Stewart from the Ontario Association of Food Banks. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And a couple of notes before we go. Uh, We have our public flu clinic on today here at the Zoomerplex 70 Jefferson. Bring your health card. It's on till 3 o'clock. And uh, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. We'll be talking about that, but keep that in mind. You'll get a lot of bang for your charitable buck if you make a donation tomorrow. That's all the time we have for Fight Back for today. We now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.